You're listening to the Web Presence Rockstars Podcast with Misty Smith from Rio LLC. Thanks for tuning in. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Web Presence Rockstars podcast with me, Misty Smith of Rio LLC. So I know it's been a while since my last podcast, but that doesn't mean that I haven't forgotten about you guys. I've been working on something and I think you're going to like it. I'm going to go over it today, but I've been busy as crazy. It's not even funny how busy I've been. And I just have to make time because I know that you guys are interested in what I have to say. (laughs) I know I am. So anyway, um, I have a really cool episode planned today. I'm going to go over a social media marketing sales funnel that I created. And it's not like a normal like click funnel on how to set up your click funnels through emails and all that kind of stuff. But it's more about how to to place people in your funnel or like when when people are placed in your sales funnel, your sales process, what to do to help move them through. So I have a cool graphic. It's going to be on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes that you can go and see it. But um, it's all about, you know, social media, mostly Facebook and Instagram. I'm going to be talking about groups and things like that and ads. But you don't necessarily have to use it for that. You can use it with LinkedIn. You can use it with Pinterest, whatever. Um, You can kind of mix it up and do your own thing based upon whatever platform you're using it for. So... Um, but for the purpose of this, I'm going to be listing mostly Facebook and Instagram platform components. I think everyone uses those a lot, and so that's why I decided to focus on that. So a funnel, everyone knows what a sales funnel is, right? I'm hoping that you do. And it's, it's like a real funnel. It's wider at the top, and it's narrow at the bottom. So at the top, you want everyone to come in, and then it kind of gets narrow and narrow as you weed out the people who aren't going to be your customers to the bottom where you do have customers and at the top is you know you want to be gaining interest so my sales funnel is broken into three sections it's the gaining interest the narrow interest to sales and then the sales to gain or keep customers so we're going to start at the top with the gain interest and that's where everyone's going to start i mean I don't think anyone really starts out with customers already in or people already in the middle to bottom of the funnel. So this is where you're going to like throw a broad line, broad net out there to kind of capture people and gain interest in your page and your business and what you offer to people, either products or services or retail or whatever. And this is all on social media. So the first thing you need to do is have a business page. If you don't have a business page on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever, you need to set one up. That's the first thing to do. And then once you have that set up, you need to do posts, like organic posts. And when I talk about organic posts, I'm talking about posts that you are are doing consistently, like 
you know, a couple times a week, every day, just something to put out there that is of value. So it's um, positive and inspirational and helpful and, and engaging to attract your ideal audience, okay? And when I say organic, again, I, I don't want you to think of these as paid ads. We'll get to that in a moment. But if you kind of keep in mind that this right here is for people, entrepreneurs, business owners, on a small budget, okay? Just like me, we're on a small budget. And I don't necessarily want anyone to put out any money unless it's necessary. So we'll get to the ads portion of this here shortly. But for this to gaining of gaining interest, you just put posts out. So it could be like a video or a Facebook Live or a textual post or a photo or just, you know, whatever that you want to be. Be creative. And, you know, make sure, again, that you're adding value, you're engaging people, your content's helpful. And this isn't the place for you to be pushy or salesy, all right? That's later on down. This is just like adding information about your product or service or, um, you know, just uplifting information that people can relate to and people will be like, oh, what's this business all about? And so that's obviously gaining interest. If you're going to be pushy or salesy, first of all, on Facebook, um, any post that they deem, that their algorithm deems to use words that you're trying to sell something, that now automatically kind of gets pushed down and it doesn't get pushed out to your followers. Um, I know that's crazy, right? Because what's the point? But well, the point is they want you to spend money, obviously, which I mean, who can blame them? They're a business too. They're trying to make money. But that's why I'm saying if you're, if you're getting engagement like follows or likes or comments or shares, that's kind of what you're looking for here in this area for people to engage and push your content out to other people and share it. Because once that happens, the Facebook algorithms are like, oh, well, this is a post or this is a page where people really like it. And so they're going to, to move it out to more of your followers. Um, and then hopefully in return you'll get more likes and it'll be in that little cycle. So that's kind of what you're going for with this top area. So it's on your business page, you're doing organic posts that are positive, inspirational, it could be videos, everything that I've talked about before. Um, you know, be creative, be informative, and be you. Like have this transparency that who you are is who you are and that's how you come across to your followers and to the people that read your content because I mean it's really easy to pretend or to act like you're something that you're really not and I know there's a lot of role models out there like you know Amy Porterfield and I know Rachel Hollis she's a big one that people try to to follow and try to do the same thing that she does but they they are them so you can't be them because they're already them so <laughs> you have to be you and when you're authentic then people are going to resonate more with you instead of you acting like you're someone that you're not so um just keep that in mind when you're trying to gain interest so hopefully this will help you build up and again the main thing here is consistency and I know like this is my first podcast I've been working on this forever but I haven't been consistent with my podcast 
and you know that's on me and I'm not very consistent with my Facebook page and that's on me but you know this is a weird time and I'm not making excuses and I'm not making excuses for you but um, I mean quite the opposite because now is the best time to attract people and um, you know depending on what you're selling a product or a service or if you have a brick and mortar store or whatever I mean now's the time to reach out to people and you know, more so than ever and I think a lot of people are probably on social media a little bit more than they they used to be because I mean well now we're in we're in phase three now so I think the states um, more states are in phase three and people are going out and about more often but still you know if you have a product or service that you've created specifically for this time or if you want to help entrepreneurs or if you have a clothing line or whatever I mean now is the time to to jump on out there and start doing this to, to gain the interest and don't you know don't be frustrated if a lot of people aren't liking your page or whatever because you want to attract the people who are going to be most likely to buy what you're selling so that and that's not going to be everybody okay so just you know get past that right now it took a while for me to to get over that because you're like oh my gosh i don't have any followers da 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 da, da. but you know it i've always said this this is like my thing i mean going back like five years i've always said this would you prefer to have like a thousand followers or a thousand hits to your website and zero sales or 10 followers or 10 people to your website and 10 sales like I mean it's all in perspective it's all how you look at it and you know if you have people that aren't even looking at your content then what's the point of them even being there so you're going to focus on the people that you can help the most your your customer target whoever you think would be um, the best customer for what you're selling and um, you know just focus on that okay so we're moving on to the um, narrow interest to sales piece. And this is the middle of the funnel. And this is where it gets kind of tricky or additional or, you know, just, just pay it and you take notes if, if you're driving or whatever, just come back to me on this or, you know, just get out your notebook or whatever because this is like really the meat of it because now that you have these people at the top of your funnel, it's time to kind of move them through and move them down to be a customer, okay? So, to narrow the interests for people to buy something, start by offering a value-added freebie or lead at, lead magnet, like an ebook or a checklist or a video, a how-to, like anything that someone would find valuable and helpful, even more so than the posts that, the organic posts that you're doing. And for this in particular, um, an ad is most likely the best way to get your freebie out there. So um, you're gonna need to create a value added freebie, um, whatever it is that you want. Um, if you own a brick and mortar store and it's a clothing store or something like that, you can um, give, give a value added freebie about certain clothing lines that you carry. and 
or like how your clothing is made or like if you offer like handmade clothing like where it comes from like anything like or how to like how to create your own jewelry or how to um see i'm like shooting off the top of my head of this so uh, none of this is probably making sense and i'm going to hit on one here in a second that's going to make perfect sense like how to you know match colors how to you know a certain style like what's a boho style what's a trendy style what's a um whatever the newest fashions are just a freebie that someone would be like oh that might be cool and it's value added and it's something that people would want to give up their email address for in exchange for whatever this offer is your free offer is okay so you create that you think about what it is try to be creative try to come up with something new and different with um you know a lot of information and then you're going to need either a website or some sort of landing page. And I know there's a couple of services out there like lead pages. I don't think you need to have a website for. And I just learned that um, there's an email platform convert kit. I think it is. Um, they offer landing pages too. I don't think that MailChimp does. I just downloaded the stuff for ConvertKit because I was going to try it out. I've heard a lot of really great things about it that it might be a little more um, user friendly than MailChimp. I've always just used MailChimp, which I don't have any problem with, but you know, I always like to check out what's out there and see what works best and I can relay that back to you guys and then you can you know, try it out for yourself and whatever. But anyway, <laughs> you're going to need either your website or landing page where you can drive traffic to drive people to from your ad like facebook instagram ad they click on it to get your freebie and then a page comes up and then they put in their email address and then they get the value added freebie all right so during this process when you set up your email list platform which is the third thing you need and i've already mentioned um, MailChimp or ConvertKit and there's like MailerLite. I tried MailerLite and I don't really think there's any issues with it. I just, the only issue I had was the embed code for my website because I'm like really weird. It was, wasn't was lining up with the rest of my website. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go back to MailChimp because I had a little more control over the code and that's just me. But um, there's no problem with it. And a lot of these, well, all three of these accounts have free versions up until a certain amount of subscribers. So if you're just starting out and you're just starting your email list as well, these are good free options for you to take advantage of. So the thing that's really cool is when you start your email list platform, you can create, um, you know, opt-in. So if someone um, clicks on a little button when they get their, um, when they click to get their freebie that you're offering, you know, they're opting into your email list, all right? So, and then you have their email like forever or until they opt out or to you scrub them for um, whatever reason, but you have their email, which is like super valuable. Okay. So you're essentially exchanging your freebie for someone's email address, and then you can make certain email campaign lists specifically for those people who got your freebie. So you don't just have to have one list, you can make multiple lists. And we're gonna talk about that here in a minute, but you can have like, this is my freebie campaign. So once someone signs up for your freebie, then you can market more information similar to your freebie to send to them 
like you know via email again so maybe like um, another freebie that you've created or something that they might like that would be a freebie or you can market a paid course or a you know, service or a product and if they buy that then they just became your customer boom all right yeah see what I did there so now they're at the bottom of the funnel which is a customer so how cool is that like it works trust me it works so you don't have to do that you don't have to offer a freebie but if you want to offer a freebie then there's you can do that but there's other things that you can do too okay so in addition to so you can create a Facebook group that is free and open to anyone interested okay and you'll most likely want to add some qualifier questions to join this group but the group will be open to the public and free of charge and here's where you can drill down a little more with your content and information and this is also a place to encourage member involvement and interact and interactions so um, get people to start discussions ask questions get people to contribute because remember that little algorithm thing that Facebook has if you have a bunch of interaction and engagement in your group then it's gonna get your group out to more people and um, it's just gonna make your life a whole lot easier okay so that's another thing because if you have a free public group then you can be you can offer your products your freebies your courses you know whatever you're wanting to sell your product or service in this free group too so because people have chosen to join so it's not like a random person out there that you're getting your organic post to and again this is free you don't have to pay any money that the money was just for the ad the Facebook ad to get your um, value-added freebie offer out there to get go to a landing page but also with this free public group you can um, ask for people's email addresses and then you can put them on another email list okay so you have a list for whoever got your freebie downloaded your free freebie and then you can have a list for people who are in your free public group all right so um sometimes a free group might be a little too much to manage there might be like random people that are just like joining the group just to join a group because there are people out there out there who do that so maybe you offer your closed group uh, well your free group but it's closed okay it's private and you can offer um, the group membership in addition to a value-added freebie so like if you have a course you can say you know get my course and oh by the way um, anyone in this course can get in my free private closed group and you can discuss whatever is in your course or your service or whatever you're offering okay so as with the free public group you need to ask some qualifying questions or acquire a code that can only be found from the value-added freebie or purchase or whatever they got to be in this group and this group will need to be more specific to the information required to join so this one's going to be a little more work than just the free public group the, the free public the free public group <laughs> let me put the emphasis on the right words because we have two free groups the free public group is more like a forum people can ask questions or you're posting and you're sometimes selling your stuff or whatever but on the free closed group this is going to be more specific to the information that got them to the group in the first place so your your product your service your course your checklist whatever it is so and you're going to need to encourage involvement and interaction on this one too 
and the group can be used as tips and tricks um, for specific courses or how-tos. It can also be used as a precursor to a product launch, such as a full course or a membership group, okay? And it can be for a limited time or for as long as you wish. It's, uh, it is recommended in a best practice to require an email address to join the closed group. Again, so we're talking about another email address and then another email list on your platform that, that's like your closed group or your private group, okay? And you, you put those people in, in, in that email um, list campaign. So right now we're looking at three different email lists that you can have you can have more than that, but specifically three that we were talking about. Okay, okay. So that way you can set up campaigns for these folks and market like um, the like products and services to them as to why they joined to begin with. So you can also create a group from folks who attend a learning webinar. So webinars are really good too. And then members will be able to ask questions after a webinar and support each other with questions and stories of their experiences. So if um, a webinar could be like a free webinar um, with some free information, and then you can sell something at the end, like your product or service, or it could just be free and just talk about whatever your product or service is, and then um, offer the private group that people can come and get more information. All right. So, and a lot of this, I know, is it, it takes a lot of work. It's intensive, and it's got to be structured, and it's got to be consistent. So, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, solopreneur, you, you got to commit to this for it to work, okay? So, um, I wish it was like poof, and you have a bunch of people and a bunch of customers, but you have to do the marketing, um, and you have to put in the time. To, to get the reward, right? All right. So, now, there is a section on here that's called small offer purchase. A small offer purchase. Okay. So, this was, it would be like an event, a course, a how-to video, like, a, like nothing on a large scale. So this is more than what you would be doing with your freebie, but less than a large scale product launch. Okay, so um, it's a little more in depth and entailed than your freebie. So let's just get this out in the open right now before I move forward. Don't sell yourself short and don't undervalue your skills or and or your knowledge. You can provide great information and not provide your specific tested and true processes, okay? So don't give away the farm is what I'm saying. You could do a mini course or a specific process that people would want to learn or find out without having to pay a lot for it. So an example would be like an audit of a process that would include um, any kind of recommendations or a quick, quick tip to create a graphic or edit a graphic or, um, just anything, you know, maybe, you know, $10 or $20 or whatever, like, you know, how to resize an image in Photoshop or how to create your images that are ready for the website or through Photoshop or how to, you know, draw a curved line in Adobe Illustrator. Like something small that doesn't give away everything, okay? Because you do have value and you should get paid for that value for your knowledge so this is you have to be careful with this but it is you know i'm, I'm calling it a small offer purchase okay 
And guess what? These people can get added to an email campaign list as well because, I mean, they've, they've purchased something, all right? So they've moved in the funnel. Instead of being at the very top, they're not down at the very, very bottom, even though they're a customer. They're just uh, they're, they're at the bottom of the middle, if that makes sense. So you're getting money from them, so they're in the green part of it, but they're still not like a huge full customer for buying like a huge product or service from you, if that makes sense, okay? All right, moving on. And this one's something that, um, you know, a lot of people do with a membership or whatever. So I call it a paid closed group. So if people are part of a membership site, they, they have access to a group that has just specific information in this group, okay? So you have to make sure that people are seeing it as getting their money's worth. So if you're charging like $25 a month or 30 bucks a month, or I mean, some offer like $100 a month, that's more like a membership site or something. But it can be a group where um, you can do live streams or how-tos or weeklies or lessons or plan out lessons or webinars. Um, just don't charge a group and then not follow through with the value. That is a huge no-no. That's the best way to lose customers. So um, that's why I'm saying this could be part of a membership site or a course that they've signed up for or like a paid group where you're you know doing Facebook Lives once a week, twice a week with a di with a different lesson. But make sure it's like it's like a live course basically. So when they sign up for this closed group, you know they've purchased. Um, and you have an agenda and you have it all laid out or you have like maybe worksheets like super intensive um, with with what's get what the people are getting with this closed group and then they're going to be on a separate email list okay so right now we're what four five email lists that you could potentially have in your email campaign platform all right or email service provider ESP um, whatever like I call them platforms and I call them campaign lists because if you have separate lists you're going to be targeting sorry yes that's flary she's still around barking up a storm so um <laughs> she made me lose my train of thought um so yeah, you're going to be marketing certain things to each person. Like you wouldn't like cross market. I mean, maybe you could depending on what the product was, but if someone got a freebie, like you wouldn't like automatically market like a big, a huge item sell like a, a course or um, a membership site or whatever that's, you know, a lot of money. You kind of want to ease them through. You want to move them through. You want to give them more information. You want to prove to them that um, they know, like, and trust you, that whole know, like, and trust factor that everyone talks about, that you have value, that you know what you're talking about, and that you can help them. And you can help them get to the point where they feel comfortable doing this themselves or they, you know, are able to purchase from you uh, to do it, your product or your service or whatever, okay? So that's, that's the point of having separate email lists. And, you know, you could have a couple of different freebies. Like one could be like a how-to 
And so then you can offer them more how-tos through that specific list. And another could be an ebook. And then you can market other things to them through that list. So that's why you want to separate it out. And there can be some, some cross-referencing and, and cross-selling there. But just be really careful and make sure you have it documented specific, specifically what each email list is for. Because you don't want to just like come out like guns blaring with... You know, hey, buy this. Hey, do this. Hey, here's this. Hey, there, here's that. Because they're going to want to opt out or they, you know, your stuff goes to spam. Your email goes to spam. They're not reading it. You're not getting a good conversion rate. So, um, you know, just make sure you're adding value. That That's like the main thing. That you're showing that you have your the knowledge. You have knowledge that they want to get or you have a product that they want or service that they want. And that you know what you're talking about and they can trust you because you're following through with whatever you're saying. You're being consistent. You're showing up all the time and, um, you know, they're happy with what you're doing. Okay. All right. So that is the middle of the funnel. Okay. Now, the bottom of the funnel are your customers. So these are people who have purchased from you and you've made some sales and yay you have customers all right so now it's time to make more customers or or to keep your current customers purchasing your other products all right and having said that your customers will most likely fit into three categories you have one-time buyers or small purchase sales okay these are the people who will probably follow you and take advantage of your great value-added freebies and maybe a free group um, they will, of course, be on their own email list. So that's that's kind of me. I'm like a one-time buyer. I follow people for freebies. Um, I didn't used to pay for things. Like I would just look at freebies, and if someone was offering something at, um, at a cost, I would just kind of skip over it. But I've kind of lightened up about that <laughs> because I don't know everything. And, and this is how you need to talk to your customers. You know, sure, people can Google it. People can learn it. But it's a lot easier if you have it all laid out because you've gone first. You've gone first and you've laid the groundwork for it. And you know how to do it and you know how to get results from it. And people don't have to Google it and people don't have to make mistakes. That is a really, really great way to market um, for people to purchase something from you. So like e even the small purchase sales, um, you just have to present it to them as a value and as a time saver and as something that's going to work. All right. And so that would be on that email list. Then you have recurring customers or large purchase sales. So these are the people who are part of your monthly membership group if you have one or someone who's purchased a large ticket item such as a full-on course, like a huge course that's you know very structured. I mean, it could either be a full course where they go at their own pace or you roll out um, coursework in a very structured um, way like you know this week we do this and this week is this and this week is this and and you have it drawn out over a few weeks but you know these are things where people are going to be paying like a thousand dollars for okay and these are people who have found the value to, to spend a lot of money on your stuff so yeah they're going to be in a separate email list okay and then another category would be like any resellers so 
If you're into multi-level marketing, which I would never be, I mean, I have so much respect for all of you people who are in the multi-level marketing. Like I can, I could never do that. <laughs> and I have mad respect for you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are troopers. You guys are dedicated and you know, you don't take no for an answer. And I love that about you. Unfortunately, I'm not built that way. But um, if you are into multi-level marketing, these resellers are the people who are going to sign up to sell your product under you, okay? They can also be um, brand champions who promote as affiliates for you or influencers for you. And so, yeah, these people will be on a separate email list too because these are the ones who are going to go to bat for you and, and what they do makes money for you. So, um, you know, these are the people who, you know, need to be nurtured and taken care of because they believe in you and when they sell something, you get something for it too. Okay? All right. So, that's pretty much the funnel. And... You don't have to do all of these. Um, if you're starting out, I mean, I would definitely do the top part to gain the interest. And I would say, you know, do the value-added freebie offers with the landing page, like the ad, the, Facebook's ad, the Facebook ad, or the LinkedIn ad, or whatever you want to do. I would definitely do that. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. Like right now, Facebook is pretty much the best game in town for return on investment. I mean, I've done some really cool ads recently and I've gotten like results like 12 cents per click and you know, Google AdWords. I've not really used them. Um, I don't really, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen really bad results with Google AdWords. And again, you know, this is more for the mindful, budgeted entrepreneur or small business who um, is mindful of money and on, you know, like on, on a small budget. So you, you can't really spend $100 per click for an AdWord. And it seems to be a lot of competition, whereas you know, Facebook, you can spend like five bucks a day or 10 bucks a day and you don't even have to run it like for you know, two weeks or whatever. You can just throw it out there and, and see what happens. And the cool thing about the Facebook ads is that you can tweak it. If something's not working, you can change up an image or you can change up your text or you can add a video or whatever. You can change the ad and, and see if that garners better results, okay? So that's why I'm saying, you know, if you do the, um, the posts on your, on your Facebook, maybe a closed group and the um, Facebook ad with the value-added offer, I think that gets you off to a good start. And then maybe you can add like the small offer purchase. Um, you don't have to do all of these. Um, it's your choice. You know, I, and like I said at the beginning, this is geared a little more towards Facebook and Instagram. Um, and, and you can do like different versions of this for like Pinterest or LinkedIn. But, um, you know, just, just do what feels natural for you. If you want to take baby steps, take baby steps. If you want to do them all, do them all. 
if you do them all or if you do multiple ones of these just make sure you have the time you put the time and the effort in you plan it out you sit down it's structured you know what you're going to do um you know how you're going to do it or you have help you have like a va or you have like a part-time person um who helps you um just just make sure that you guys are on the same page and it's like super planned out and structured because this could blow up if it's not this could you know make people mad if you're taking money for a group or something and they don't get what they feel like they paid for and that would just be like a total disaster all right but you know the main part of this is the email lists and you know i'm sure you've heard this a million times but an email list is like super super important to your business and you don't really need so many email lists, but I think it works best for you if you do have them segmented out and into at least a couple categories. You don't have to have as many as I've um, planned out here or you know told you about, but just maybe one or two where you can move customers along. I mean, customers aren't one size fits all. And you know, me personally, I get super annoyed when I sign up for something and then I get bombarded or I get marketed for something that I've already purchased, you know, or I've done or I've taken or attended. So, and I'm sure you do too. So by separating the lists out, you can drill down further with your emails and even your ads to the people who are the warmest leads. So let the funnel put people where they are most valuable and then you can focus on moving these folks hopefully through the rest of the funnel to be customers and returning customers okay so having said that you know again it's not going to be like people are going to come in from the top and become customers at the bottom i mean it's i wish in a perfect world it would be that structured but you know sometimes with even like with your ad people are going to enter your funnel in the middle because maybe they don't know about your Facebook page. Maybe they haven't seen your organic posts. So it's not going to be in this order. Or maybe someone's going to see your group and they know nothing about you and they want to join your group because maybe a friend shared it or maybe you know Facebook mentioned it to them because you have a lot of engagement and it's a topic that they're interested in. So these things that I've gone over, again, they're going to put people in the funnel like they're going to enter the funnel where they're most valuable and then it's up to you to move them through which is where the emails come in to play if that makes sense does that make sense i think it does i really do <laughs> so now once you have this down and you can pick and choose or trial and error or try whatever you know, you're, you're gaining interest, you're establishing yourself, you're establishing your business, you're no like and trust um, value to people and your reputation. And then you can focus on, you know, your email list, what to send out, what to offer new products, like you can revamp old products or old services or whatever. And hopefully it, it helps you to make money. So I hope this all made sense to you. Again, I'm going to put a link in the notes on um, where you can find my diagram and where you can find my, you know, my extensive notes about this on my website. Because you know, it's kind of hard if you're not seeing the graphic that I created. 
And if you're just listening to me and you're, you're taking notes, but you're like, what the heck is she talking about? So that's why I'm going to link to where you can actually see this and take some more notes and kind of, you know, help, help you along with this. But I think it's a really good plan. It's a really good place to get started. And other than the, um, the Facebook ads or whatever ads that you decide to use, you're not really spending a whole lot of money. Right. And you know, if, if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. If you do something wrong or if it does something doesn't work out, who cares? Try it again. Keep trying. This is like something that's not going to work 100% right the first time or ever, really. I mean, whatever works out the way it's supposed to the first time or the way that you think it's supposed to work out the first time, right? So it gives you an opportunity to get yourself out there. I mean, even if you mess up with some of your funnels or if you mess up with some of your offers or your groups or whatever, you still have created some valuable like information and products and freebies that you know people are excited to have and, and you can still help people and you can still grow that whole no like and trust factor that can get you repeat business and you also have their email list or their email accounts that you can keep sending emails to just i mean just be very careful so like the things to keep in mind that i went over earlier is you know, don't sell yourself short don't give away the farm you know offer value but don't you know give everything away because you want people to pay for the, the specific knowledge that you have right and plan it out be consistent be structured um, be creative be you be informative um, and all this will you know attract your people your customers and then once you get your customers then you move them through your funnel if you lose some you lose some you know we're not going to be able to sell to everyone but you'll be able to sell to the people that you resonate the most with okay so if you have any questions <laughs> you can email me at social at rio-llc.com or you can go to my Facebook page at Rio LLC. Um, you can go to my website. There's a messenger bot on there that you can message me. You can send me an email. You can send an, a voicemail email through my podcast too. Like there's a link in the notes that you can click on and you can send me a message. So um, that's really cool. No one's done that yet. And I hope someone does because I want to see how it works. <laughs> um, but I hope this has all been super helpful to you. And I, and I hope that this has um, gotten your creative mind flowing and excited to, to try this out, at least in, in a small part of it or full on if, you know, good for you. Um, but yeah, I'm always around to answer questions or to help you out. Um, that's what I'm here for. That's why I created this podcast. So there you have it. Um, this wraps up my episode. And it's July 3rd. I hope everyone is safe. I hope everyone is staying healthy. I know this COVID thing's kind of gone awry. Um, but I want everyone to have a safe and happy and healthy 4th of July holiday. Um, hug your, your friends. Hug your family. Hug your animals. Um, you know, show love. Be kind to everyone. Um, do the right thing. Be a kind person, and I really appreciate you listening to my podcast. 
thanks so much and until next time i will talk to you soon thanks